Charlie, the matches here, I can't lie, bro. I'm nervous for the end of the season, guy. Mm. I'm very nervous. Look, me right now, yeah, I don't want to play anybody that's fighting for something. Yeah. Don't give me like, relegation. Don't give me... I don't want any of that. I don't want... Because look at, what do you call it? Newcastle and Everton, you know? No one yeah, was expecting Everton to pull out, out of that out of the bag. Right now, Newcastle are kind of safe. And then boom. That's what's annoying me, is that... So, because Spurs are playing Newcastle, like... I know Spurs are going to win simply because, like, Newcastle are not going to bring that fire. They yeah, don't have that, yeah, like, yeah. fighting for the end. It's annoying because, according to the Premier League, they are putting the Spurs fixture the week of May 9th, that, that midweek thing. Mm. So, it means that, like, bro, before that... If Spurs don't drop, because Spurs have, like, I must say, like, four, five, five winnable games mm-hmm. before they, they, they play Liverpool. And I'm not going to lie. I'm just praying, pray If Spurs can, like, lose one of these games and draw two, that should be enough. For us now to create some gap yeah. before we get we have to even play Chelsea. Do you see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Arsenal's next, let's just even dive straight into it. No introductions, no anything. Oh yeah. Hello everyone. Today it's just me and Parkofi over here. But you yeah. let's continue. Let's continue. <laughs> Arsenal's next fixtures are Crystal Palace away, mm-hmm. Good Brighton three at home. Good three points. Southampton away. Mm-hmm. Then after points. that. It's Chelsea away, United at home, oh, West Ham West away. Mm. That is where, like, we would know if Arsenal are qualifying for the Champions League. That's so, true. me, That's true. this, I've, I've, I mean, I'm doing the math. In my head, I'm like, let's get to 70 points. Yeah, 70, I think 70 is the target for this season. Right now, we are 16 points away from that. Mm. So, here's the thing. We are... That's five wins and a draw. Yeah, we are we are three points ahead of Spurs currently with a game in hand. But mm-hmm. that game in hand is away at Stamford Bridge. So I'm not I'm not too confident there. But so here's here's what a favorable scenario for for, for me would look like. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, Spurs, where where are the fixtures if say Spurs draw with Newcastle. Mm-hmm. By some miracle, one one, so that gets them 50, 52 points. And say Arsenal beat Palace, that would get us to fifty seven. Mm-hmm. So now the gap is five points. Cool. Spurs then go to Villa away. Mm-hmm. If they are able to draw that, uh, that would give them what fifty three points. Mm-hmm. If Arsenal beats Brighton. That gives us 60 points. Seven point gap. Savvy? Mm-hmm. Cool. Then it's a seven point because they'll probably beat Brighton at home. You know, Brentford, if they are saved by the time, they'll probably win it. So, Arsenal will have a seven points lead. Hopefully, before we play Chelsea. Because mm. even if we beat Chelsea... And, 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 no, but you see, it's, it's even not enough. Because if we lose to Chelsea, uh, that's our game in hand. That's so it's still seven yeah. points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, the, the do or die match is that United game at home. Yeah. yeah. We have to be, like, there's no way Arsenal are making the top four if we don't beat one of Chelsea's United or Space. I think... We have to beat one of them. If you get four points from United and Spurs, I think you'll meet the top four. Mm-hmm. Because, like, those games are six-pointers in a sense. Like, yeah. if you win, you are depriving your opponents of three points, but you are also gaining three points, sort of thing. So, mm. it, 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 it definitely affects the table a lot. Plus, you have a game in hand on both of them. So, beating them and then winning that game in hand just further compounds that. So... Mm. The way I'm looking at it, I don't know. Today I was I was browsing 
and I saw some very interesting websites. I think I took a screenshot of it, but we'll we'll mm. get the accounts to tweet to tweet mm. this content. But basically, it was a a prediction done by some very smart guys of basically mm. like the probability of yeah. each team to finish where. Um, yeah. So let me just run through some of the some of the prominent ones right mm. now as it stands like. Liverpool, Man City are like 99% certain making, you know, UCL. Yeah. Um, City is like 62% to win the league. Liverpool, 38 Apparently, Chelsea mm. are also 99% to make UCL, which I find oh, yeah, surprising, but cool. Um, Arsenal are 67% to make UCL. Tottenham, mm. 25 Man United, mm. 8 uh. <laughs> And they are basing that off of what? Current oh. form? Current form, how you fare against the opponents that you're going to play in the first mm. leg, all of those things, yeah. Mm. All of those things. So, I'll I'll look for it and then we'll share it with the account. But it was just an interesting read to see exactly yeah. how how you could probably... And honestly, I don't think the table would differ too much from what this looks like currently. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I don't think it would at all. I don't think it mm. would at all. Let me, mm. let me find a bit of sharing. I don't think it would. Anyway, but before we even continue, let's you know we we took a slice and um, we, oh how yeah. we should have started. We should have started shoot. with yeah. Come on, black stars, go Come on, black stars, go Look, Marina, I don't lie to you. When we went into this whole tie, I was not confident. Oh yeah, at all. To win at all. Yeah. At all. But I want to shout out two people. One, Jiku. That is a solid difference. If we manage to bring in Salisu, yeah. I don't know how. Maybe Amate should move to the base of midfield and then, you know, play. Because Amate is a midfielder. Mm. By, you know, then play Salisu. Because Jiku, Jiku is right-footed, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, play him right. Play, you know, Salisu. If, you know, now we are at a World Cup. Yeah, so, so now we can get some guys. Is, yeah. This is this is why I, I want you see look certain things matter in football. The way Ghana have qualified for a World Cup opens our options Very much in so. terms of recruitment. Very much. It's the same thing I want for Arsenal in terms of Champions League football. Mm-hmm. But looking at it, what's your whole take on like you know us qualifying for the World Cup? You know our new coach Ado, mm-hmm. Chris Hutin. Every does it finally seem? Because one thing I loved. Was the introduction of of new players, Afina Jan? Yeah, you know Fatou. Uh, um, um, I don't want to mispronounce his 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 last name, but Fatou. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, bringing in Kofi Tre, you know, just new blood. What 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 are your thoughts on the Black Stars? I know. I think in football, it's very difficult to make an instant impact as a coach. So you know, coming yeah. in for Milo, I wasn't really expecting to see you know free flowing football, etc., etc. But mm. what what really impressed me was we seem to have some sort of a structure, you know, some sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. solidity. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe against Nigeria, does the fact that we're playing in a very hostile environment, you know, yeah. added to some of the chances mm-hmm. we gave away. But all in all, I think defensively, we might be getting there, you know, maybe with a, with, yeah. a, with, a, with a couple of key additions here and here, you know, just drop Salisu in there, you know. Yeah. We, we, we could be there. We could be there. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I love the mm-hmm. names we are mentioning. I love the names. <laughs> As for Odoi, we have we have to, we have to remove that Dennis Odoi guy from left back or right back. You know, like I I I'll admit though, like I liked his. It was a so it was a veteran's performance. Yeah, yeah. You know, he gave a very like solid account. I would say take him as depth. Okay, you yeah, know? as depth, as but definitely not a starter. I think now the blazing question on everyone's mind, and as a Chelsea fan, mm-hmm. I want to ask you this because. Mm-hmm. I rate Kamal Dean very highly. Right. You know, I like what he can do on the wings. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it seems as though uh, Otto Otto wants um wants a left-footed player on the right. Mm-hmm. You know, but with do you think we should uh, introduce Callum Hudson Odoi into into our squad? Because this year the World Cup is is in December. Yeah. If uh, yeah, so he's eligible from November. From November, yeah. Bring bring all of them. Bring all of them. Bring all. Of them. I want all the talent. Yeah. I want all the. Because the way I see it here, mm-hmm. 
if not for the fact that Jordan Ayu had a red card, Jordan Ayu would have been playing in a must-win game for Ghana. In Did they are you, you mean? Sorry, yeah, they are you, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have been playing yeah. must-win. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that should not be happening. Not that he's not, he's not, he's not good, but... Yeah. The, but he, he has been yeah, playing yeah, since before was president. Honestly, yeah. and the time, the time, the time has passed. The time has passed. Yep, you know, definitely. No, no knock on him, but you know the mm-hmm. likes of Cho, Sulemana, Afinajan. Like these, Kudus, these are the up and coming yeah. guys. Kudus mm-hmm. as well. You know, these are the guys that can really carry on the mantle from that 2010 generation mm-hmm. that was supposed to win us the World Cup. Mm. These are the guys that can carry it forward. So, mm. I want, I want at least I want us to try putting the effort to to bring them in. I don't think all of them will. Choose to come, oh, and yeah. That's fine. That's because that's their decision. Koku even mentioned the name of Inyaki Williams, but yeah, you know, I don't think I he's too ingrained in, in the, the Basque country yeah. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But so overall, your thoughts based on the teams, you know, it's it's way too early to start these things. But you know, when we qualified, me, I started plotting our path to the final ah. and how we can get there. We can but, get there. We can get there. Overall, like, this, this is a general question I've been posing to people. Like, when do you think we are going to, it's going to reach a point where African teams, mm-hmm. and I'm not just talking about one that makes it a long run, but like, mm. more, like, do you think a team like Senegal, do you think a team like Ghana, you know, of Cameroon, but like, do you think yeah. this is the World Cup where we can see multiple African teams actually make it to like? It won't be bad to see two African teams in the quarterfinal, but no, do, yeah. do you think that's possible? I think it's probably possible if there was equity in how the yeah, teams see to be are selected. Yeah, yeah, because I mean. No offense to the likes of you know Lithuania and Romania and um, Montenegro mm. and all of these yeah. all of these nations, um, yeah. but some of them like let's take like a Poland for instance like remove yes. Lewandowski yeah. from there they're yeah. not good, yeah. but they'll qualify for a World Cup maybe if they get you know a favorable draw Papa draw. they are in yeah. last yeah. R- round of sixteen fine they might go out there but just the fact that you can send thirteen teams and then another. Or even let's take um South America as well. They only have like six or something like yep. that. And it's like there's definitely a lot more talent there. Yep. Um than they are allowing to come into exactly. yeah. That for me is one thing. And then another interesting thing that I realized, I don't know if you remember, but back to like 2006, like mm-hmm. the Ivorian team was supposed to be that team, you know, Drogba, yeah, Kalu, Drogba, Ture, the Ture Ture, Brothers, all of them, um, yeah. All of them, yeah. the Bue, and mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about, but there's every, it feels like every World Cup, there's always an African team that's like touted to be that team and then they go out in the group stages. No, but bear in mind, you do realize they always group them hardly because yeah, they get the group if you game, remember, they, they they were with Holland and I'm talking 06. Yeah. They were with Holland and another team. Another giant. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I, so I remember them getting the group of death as well. Yeah. yeah. But you see, and this this is my issue. Like, that's why when I look at the World Cup pots, you know, today uh, Papa tweeted that he wants Qatar, Netherlands, and Iran. <laughs> fantastic. True. Iran are tricky, but fantastic. Yeah. I mean, this at that moment, we might have to draw just, you know, because they're hosting. Yeah, for yeah. safety. Yeah. Uh, but the rest, but, yeah. yeah, like we have a good, ch- like, I think, especially as time has gone on, a lot of our players are seasoned professionals in Europe. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, 2006 where we had a few players playing in, no disrespect to the Israeli league, Mm -hmm. but, you know, the Israeli league, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Here we have, like, professionals playing in top leagues Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in Europe. And I think, look... It will all depend on the draw tomorrow, but I don't think there's ever been a greater time for an African team to push because when I look at the quote-unquote powerhouses of world football, 
none of them like Argentina are not the same. Yeah. Brazil can have an off night. Do, mm-hmm. do you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I think it will be good for a team like Senegal, who they play well, very well organized, quality defenders, good enough midfield, good enough attack. Okay. I think it will all depend on the draw, but you know, hopefully, hopefully this is the year. Me personally, my pre-World Cup favorite, Spain. But, you know. Mm, Spain. 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 <laughs> this World Cup, I think the fact that it's also happening in December will be yeah. will be an interesting thing. Um, I'm actually confused as to how it will intertwine with the season. Honestly. Because injuries, like, I, I feel like a lot of major players are going to miss, miss like, the World Cup. Yeah. Neymar's injuries starts from November. Yeah. So unless he's going to boycott PSG, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. It's also really throw the schedule off because yeah, Christmas break, all of those things, and then the season will be pushed to the ace. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be mad. It's gonna be mad. But hey, Mm. um, apparently I also saw that they are fitting a lot of the stadiums with um air Air conditions. Yeah, Yeah. interesting. Maybe maybe those who are used to playing in sweltering heat, you know, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Any team that can monopolize the ball yeah. will really reap well. the benefit. Because when you are chasing you, the football in the heat, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, it's very difficult. Yeah, it's very yeah. difficult. Um, so maybe Spain, Spain, yeah, Spain, Spain are solid shots. They can, they can pass it around as well. They can pass mm-hmm. it around as well. I mean, it would be interesting to see. But before that, there's still Premier League to be played. Yes, so yes, 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 yes. I want us to delve into mm-hmm. the 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 title race a bit. Yeah. Liverpool are at home to Watford. Easy 6-0. Mm-hmm. But Manchester City are going away to a struggling Burnley. And I don't know if you've realized this, but every time there's an international break, mm-hmm. it takes a while for the teams that have a lot of international players to get to going, get back to, yeah. you know, to just get back into the flow. Mm-hmm. And you are going to a Burnley side trying to keep their head above water, yeah. fighting for their lives. Personally, I think this could be a, a really tough challenge for City. But, Mana, in, in, in your opinion, like, just looking at the title race, mm-hmm. you know, Liverpool's fixtures versus City's fixtures, do you and you you called this from the jump? You said that Liverpool can win the title this year. Yeah. Let's yeah. you know some people. I don't know who they are, but they were saying this the year Liverpool they fall they will fall off. Blah blah blah. But looking at the two fixtures, like who do you feel as though is more like before that April 10th decider? Mm-hmm. Who do you feel as though is more likely to drop points before then? I think it's City, but it also depends on the kind of City that we see. You know, like, mm-hmm. there's the... I don't want to call them the soft mass because I don't mm-hmm. think they are particularly soft. But, like, there's the City where, let's say that, they are unlucky, you know, because I'm okay. trying to remember, well, the last game they played, was it Crystal Palace? Palace. Yep. Bernardo Silva, that guy should have had a hat-trick. Like, yeah, they were missing tapping sort of chances. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If that's the kind of nights they have against Burnley, Burnley score from one set piece, Man City can break them down, maybe 1-1 one, one or no, no, or something like that. Then I'm afraid it might be City who drop points. Um, mm. For Liverpool, honestly, I think their season was stagnating until they signed Luis Diaz in January. Because mm. that coupled with, you know, Mane winning AFCON, now it's mm-hmm. like there's competition for the attackers here. Mm-hmm. And if you... Like, look at Jota, for instance. Jota was f- balling mm-hmm. out, playing, firing on all cylinders. All of a sudden, right now, he's, he's, he's a super sub. You know, mm-hmm. so I just think that level of competition within them, mm-hmm. in addition to the fact that they are also going for the title, and like, they, they are mm-hmm. the chasers, so they feel like they have to keep putting pressure on yeah. Man City. Mm-hmm. It's definitely giving them an upper hand right now. I think the way I see it here, Man City can't afford to drop points because... The game mm-hmm. against Liverpool, mm-hmm. I think Liverpool might just make it. Even though it's at the Etihad. Yeah, even 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 though it's at the Etihad, I I I think Liverpool might just make it. Mm. I think they might just make it. I mean, it would be interesting to see, 
Like, honestly, I really watch that match in, with, with a very close eye because mm-hmm. I want to just see how they set up. You know, like, I, I, I want to, because it seems like their styles almost cancel each other out. Right, yeah. In a yeah. sense. You know, like Man City with their possession, Liverpool too with their quick pressing. So, my question is, mm-hmm. for you, does whoever win, like whoever wins that game, April 10th, mm-hmm. win the title? Is it like done and dusted? Or, it, you know, even if, if a particular team wins, it's not over? I don't think it's over just because Liverpool have a tougher run of fixtures. Yeah. Like they play Man United, Everton. They play Spurs. Everton are fighting for their lives. And trust me, that Everton game, if the Everton Cup fans, players can say they prevented Liverpool from winning the title in addition to staying up, they will play out Definitely. of their skin that game. Um, Newcastle will be safe, cool. But Tottenham have something they are fighting for. Southampton, mm. okay. Wolves, last game of the season. Man City, I think after they play Liverpool, I'm expecting them to win everything from yeah. there on in. Um, mm. So it really depends on like the two banana skins, Man United and Everton. If if the Liverpool that beat Man U 5-0 catches those two teams, then it will be goals yeah. galore and they'll win easily. But if it's like, you know, the Liverpool that turned up against Brentford and let's a two was it a three nil lead slip mm-hmm. or three one or something like that? Then I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they'll win. I don't think they'll win. But it's it's, it's definitely making for an interesting end to the season. Way way more oh, interesting definitely. than last season. And I'm I'm, I'm thankful to Liverpool <laughs> and Crystal Palace for that. Everton as well. Definitely. I mean, before we we get into the 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 relegation, but mm-hmm. which is is very tantalizing because of the the results the other week. But quickly, on Chelsea, who, you know, they come up against Brentford. But I want, with Chelsea, I want to delve into the Champions League because we all saw Mm. the draw. How are you feeling, you know, with with real... Because we saw... I don't think we've been on here since El Clasico. Yeah, it's been a while. And, and, you know, Xavi's execution Mm -hmm. of Real Madrid. After watching that game... Do you feel like confidence going into that Champions League fixture? Because truth be told, it's it's the one trophy Chelsea. I mean, who's it? yeah, yeah, in the yeah, FA Cup semi-finals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it could be another 2012 season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw a tweet from CFC Dubois. Yeah, that guy is <laughs> a he's a good luck champ. <laughs> he said Once he, he said, Yeah, he was like, um, he said it's either going to be a 2012 or 2021 season. <laughs> either way, Chelsea win the Champions League. Yeah. So, how are you feeling? Do you because if you get past Real Madrid, I believe you play either. I don't think we're on the City horrible City? side of the draw. Let's Who see. Side are you on? Are you on City or Liverpool side? I'm trying to play no, up right now. You are on you are on City, you play City because Liverpool would play by we'll play Bayern, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you feel about it? Honestly, I, I don't mind. There I there there are better draws out there. I, I yeah. don't know, Real Madrid are a tough outfit to face mm. um in the quarterfinal leg. But mm. I think you can we played them last season, and sure, last mm-hmm. season Vinicius was not this good. Um, their defense was a bit mm-hmm. um shakier. Mm-hmm. But the the thing I took away from that game is like you can outrun them, like you can outwork yeah. them, especially um, in Conte. Yeah, you can, you can, nothing on like Modric, Cruz, and Casemiro. But those guys are old. Those guys can't play ninety minutes at that level mm. at like a ninety mile per hour pace. And yeah. that's where we might have the upper hand. Um, when it comes to finishing, they definitely have that on us. So it's like, if we don't give away chances and then we take the ones that we have, we should mm-hmm. we should be good. But mm-hmm. you know, Benzema, I know you've given me a quarter of a chance. He's scoring goals, yeah. so it's 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 gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. But there are, there are worse draws out there. I I personally do not want a Bayern or a City or a Liverpool or something like that. So 
Mm, definitely. Yeah. And like we always say, once it gets to to the semifinals, anything can happen. Yeah, Personally, yeah, two games away from from a final. Yeah, so. I feel like an English team will win. I don't know who, but you know, once you are defending champions and you've done it, yeah, especially with the same group, you tend to have a bit more experience, that's you true. know, in these situations. So it will be interesting because I feel as though Chelsea's season can merely end, you know, with a third place finish. Mm. I feel that I'm sure. Chelsea are definitely walking away with some sort of silverware. And I think that is going to happen just because of everything that has happened on the outside. Oh. I think, yeah, you know, it's more of like a... Us against the world. Yeah. Sort of it's possible. You know, because yeah. when, when things like that happens, it's either one of two things. Like, either it brings people close together or... or splits them apart. It, yeah, and... From the looks of things, yeah. especially with Tuko, he's managed to, you yeah. know. No, so he's a, he's a great manager. He's a great manager. And even speaking of, let's let's speak on ownership. You, it, it, they are saying that um, the final bids are down to two, two American American owners. Yeah. They said it should be decided by, um, funny enough, April eleventh. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? You know, this, you know, because new owners, they're going to release a statement, everything, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But what do you think the mindset of the owner should be? Do you like, do you expect him to come and say, okay, we want like continued success? Do you mm-hmm. like, do you, you know, more of the same? Or do you expect him to come with like big words, big promises, you know? Honestly, I, I for one, I'm not really expecting big Much words, big change, promises. Yeah. What I would want is sustainability and then like yeah. continuity. Yeah. So right now, on average, we win either a trophy every season. We get to a final every season. We win either yeah. a trophy or a trophy every other season. That's cool. That's fine. Um, Definitely. So maintain that. And then with respect to like investment in like the squad redevelopment mm-hmm. of like the um Stanford Bridge, stuff mm-hmm. like that. That were supposed to happen under Roman, but sort of mm. got, you know, lost in, yes. in the weeds. In and then, yeah. to be honest, I don't even want to spend... It's okay. Let's leave the world record fees for the PSGs and the buses. Mm. The, mm. Let's just master the Liverpool market. 32 yeah. to 60. Go and look <laughs> for the gems in that, yeah. in that, in that space. Whether mm. it's going to Leeds to go and pull Rafinha. Yeah. I also don't want to go and do useless freeze. Let's not become Juventus. No, please. <laughs> And then we'll be getting Ramsey on 400k a week. 400k a week. No, no, no. Oh, my days. No, 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 no. no. We don't <laughs> want that. But yeah, just someone who can... Mm. And then, no... Maybe controversy is the wrong word, but... As in, I'd want the next group of owners... Yeah. I mean, it's hard to find moral billionaires because making a billion is... Mm. Yeah. yeah. Somebody will be shorthanded in that exchange. Somewhere, but somewhere, yeah. At least people with... No extra baggage that would cause that carries, something yeah. else like this in the near future. Because okay. right now, just a ticking time bomb before Abu Dhabi, Saudi, Saudi guys oh, yeah, at Newcastle yeah, yeah. and Man City all get their own. So, but my question to you is: mm-hmm. so the American business model, yeah, as opposed to you know Abramovich wanted success, he wanted it now, mm-hmm. he wanted it in a particular way, but. What I realized with Arsenal and what I realized with most American franchises, mm-hmm. they their business model is is sort of like a building process, right? You know, like Stan Kroenke and his Rams. It was a you know a process to getting them right. somewhere. Mm-hmm. As Chelsea fans who have been, like you said, you've been used to constant success, mm-hmm. a trophy every two seasons. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though, you know, because I look at a key figure in your 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 hierarchy as the Marina Lady. Right, right. I'm not going to attempt to butcher her last mm-hmm. name. But you see the way she operates, like mm-hmm. key targets, you know, gets your man, mm-hmm. like no dilly-dallying. With Americans, it's different. You, you see right, that. Right. It's like they want more of like a, to put their own imprint on it, you know, mm-hmm. like they are sort of like they try to franchise, yeah. you know, your club. Mm-hmm. Do you think 
that kind of model can work at Chelsea, particularly since you guys have been used to like trophies, you know, in the if a manager is mm-hmm. not up to quickly sack him. Do you, do you right. basically think you can have an owner who would have stuck with a Frank Lampard? So, I guess I'll answer it two ways. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want an owner, irrespective of whatever this thing, to stick with Frank Lampard because mm. that situation was turning sour very, very quickly. But mm. someone like Tuchel, I think now he should be given the... Like control. Not, not necessarily the control because I also think he's someone who is flexible in that, like, mm. um, oh, I want a striker. Whichever striker you get me, like, we'll, we'll make it work sort of thing. Mm. But I think he should be given the, the time that has been afforded, mm-hmm. you know, is he is he your manager or coach? I'm not sure. I want I won't say he's the manager. The oh, manager. Mm. But I'm not sure. Because to be honest, I tell you all of those roles, they, they keep inventing new ones. That someone mm, is performance okay. and technical director. I've never heard of mm. that before. But that's Peter Check for you. Um <laughs> with respect to the whole place becoming a franchise, I mm. so I wouldn't mind them copying like let's say the Fenway Sports Group Good. model. Yeah. Um yeah. okay. The thing yeah. is we where we are now is a better mm-hmm. place than where Liverpool were when they took over. When they took over yeah. then they started signing you know Suarez and Andy Carroll yeah. and Joe Allen yeah. and those folks. Cool. Yep. But where we are now we have we have a very very talented crop of young players. Yeah, we sure. just have to supplement that with you know a couple of world class additions here. People yeah. are getting old, retiring. You know, we have to replace mm-hmm. Thiago Silva, Kante, those guys. Ask yeah. me. But we're honestly two or three really good signings away, renewing Definitely. some people's yeah. contracts. And then mm-hmm. we can carry this on for like another five years. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think maybe Simeone is a bad example because he's been there like mm-hmm. 10 years and sure, he yeah. has like two La Ligas, but. Maybe if not for Real Madrid, would have won maybe one or two Champions Leagues in addition. Champions but League, yeah. something like that where the manager isn't under threat. The players know that, yeah, okay, yeah. I can't play bad for three months and get this guy no, out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's either I'm going or I'm playing well I'm in the game. Well, yeah. So something like that where we can, you know, build and then move away from this higher fire, mm. higher fire, higher fire. It's, it's yeah, because like, Tuku, Tuku's won the Champions League with you guys. <laughs> he, he should definitely have that kind of swing right, now. Yeah, but yeah. In terms of like, you know, everything that has gone on lastly, do you mm-hmm. feel as though, for example, this summer upcoming mm-hmm. is an important one for Chelsea? Do you because you know with Lukaku, it, it hasn't really worked. I'm hearing yeah, Timo Vena, yeah. Timo Vena, you know, Dortmund wants him to replace Haaland. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you feel as though this summer is an important summer for you guys just so in terms of like, you know, replacing, not, not replacing Aspie, but bringing Aspie's demand to eventually replace him, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, a slow process of building, mm-hmm. you know, the guy who's also going to eventually replace Thiago Silva, just, mm-hmm. you know, guys to bring in and slowly, you know, push. No, yeah, I think, I think it's a very important summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't even call it a rebuild per se. It's mm. it's sort of a mini one. Um because I th- if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. our only defenders on the books next season will be Thiago Silva, Malansa, yeah. Trevor Chalopa. Those are Chalo, like the yeah. center backs. And mm-hmm. I mean you can't expect Thiago Silva and Chaloba and Malansa yeah. to play 60 games in a season. Yeah. So Figure out, you know, the Rudiger contract situation. I think Christiansen is a signed, signed for Barcelona in his head Barcelona, already. Yeah. So that one is gone. Cool. Mm. Figure out, you know, the Aspie situation. I personally wouldn't mind having him around, you know, just for mm. leadership and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we still need to sign someone to 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 replace him. And you know? and do you have any guys in mind who you'd like to see? Oh, not particularly. Mm. Um. Not particularly. I really like Livermento, the look of him. Mm. Um, I think I think he can he can do a job down the mm. wing there. To be honest, I think the guy that would have been ideal for that role would have been Hakimi and then Rich James would have mm. just played right center back, yeah. come right back, and then Hakimi left wing. I mean right wing. But that's 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 neither here nor there. I don't think PSG will say. Oh, no. that. Uh, you never know. 
they mean, are apparently they are planning a whole clear out. Oh, they are going to blow but, it up him. I mean, yeah, they have to do. They have to because yeah. whatever is there is not working. It's not apparently, working. they said that like there's nobody. Well, obviously Mbappe, but they said nobody in their squad is not is mm. like is untouchable. You, yeah, okay. you, if you bring an offer, do accept. But you know, it's interesting. Me personally, for Arsenal, I know who I want: Frankie De Jong mm. and a striker, mm. Joao Felix, Dems. But anyway. Let's move on to the relegation battle. Yeah. And, you know, I want to start with, with Leeds, especially since, you know, everybody's talking about Rafinha, they want to price him away, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But that game they played versus Wolves, they won crucial, crucial victory. Look, I was there shouting in my living room when Ailing scored. Yeah. It was a crucial <laughs> victory, but... Looking at it, unfortunately, everything also won. Yeah, yeah. That's how tight it is, you know, because right now they've played three games more. You know, Brentford aren't out of it, yeah, you know, just yet. Not, but they've played, Leeds have played three games more than Everton. Mm-hmm. Um, in this weekend's fixtures, Leeds plays Southampton at home mm-hmm. and Everton go away to West Ham. Mm-hmm. So, now my question to you is this. Say, if Leeds get a victory, you know, and mind you, Brentford are playing Chelsea right. away. So, if Leeds gets a victory versus Southampton, mm-hmm. you know, Brentford and Everton lose, for you, does that mean they are all but safe? Because they would have 33 points, you know, does does that all but no thirty two, and they'd probably go above Newcastle. Wow. Yeah. Although they would have that, played more games than Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, but you know, would you consider them more on the brink of safety? No, and only because they play. So they have mm-hmm. after they play. Basically, these two games are must wins for them because after that, they play Chelsea, Palace, City, Arsenal. And of those four, I can see them, maybe they might beat Palace, but they could easily lose all those four. And then all of a sudden, it's like their last two games mm. against Brighton and Brentford are yeah. a very, very serious um, set of games. So you think for Leeds to stay up, they have to get a minimum of seven points out of their next three games. Yep. Is that the way you see it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. That's Hopefully the they can do it because, you know, Man City in a title <laughs> race, Arsenal chasing for... Yeah, I yeah, might, yeah. God willing, I might actually be at that Arsenal-Leeds game. Oh, okay. All right, um, all right. Yeah, that's tough for them. It okay, is, let's, move, let's move on to Super Frankie's team. Yeah. And I worry for Everton. You know, because it's good they won that Newcastle match, mm-hmm. but man, when I look at Everton's fixtures, because you know the problem, mm-hmm. Everton are, with the exception of, you know, their two games versus Leicester, mm-hmm. they are all, they are playing teams that are all fighting for something. Right. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, And to be honest, I think Everton's problem is they can't defend. Um, At all. And a lot of it is personnel related. But mm. I don't know, the way I saw them play against Newcastle, like they played with a certain kind of, you know, spirit and desire to win. Like even when they were I had them winning the game before the game started just because I felt mm. that they would they would show up for the fights, you know. And even when they went down to the ten men, I was watching the game, I was mm. like, nah, these guys are still definitely going to win because mm. I wouldn't say they were creating chances per se, but like they were fighting mm-hmm. for everything, you know. And um, I know there's 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 something about like you can you can build, let's say, steam or like build like mm-hmm. an atmosphere, like oh something is happening here, sort of thing. Like mm-hmm. especially when they play at home, you know, at Goodison, you know, tight stadium, hostile atmosphere, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, what games do they have at home? Okay, Man United, Leicester. I think I think they can be Leicester. Right now, Leicester are safe. They're not going to get relegated. They're not really fighting yeah. for much apart from um, points, money that you get for finishing in the high places. And then they travel to Liverpool. That's where they might struggle. But mm-hmm. 
what will help them is the fact that everyone around them has played at least one or two more games than them. Games and than they them. are, as things stand, out of the relegation zone. Yeah. So if all they have to do is match the teams below them and they'll be safe. Mm. Yeah, because they have games in hand. I mean, it'll be interesting. Like, I mean, it'd be a shame if Everton... I will not be ashamed. They deserve it. But <laughs> in terms of Frank Lampard's legacy... Yeah, no, 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 no. It'd be a huge shame if they get relegated. Now, you know, let, let's let's move on. We already said Burnley, they're facing Man City. Yeah. But in terms of... Let's, let's go to Burnley and Newcastle. In terms of Burnley, we know that every season we say it's this this time where they go on that run yeah. just to escape relegation. Mm-hmm. Do you think they can kickstart that run again? Do you feel as though they, or this this year was too, it's too little, too late? To be honest, I'm, I'm very scared for Burnley. You know, mm. Burnley, Burnley are a tough team to beat. They have mm-hmm. drawn 12 times. And yeah. a lot of those draws have been against um, decent opposition. Like they took points off with Chelsea, yeah. they took points off of... I wouldn't say United, but I could be wrong. Um, my only issue is they've only won three games. Yeah. And Newcastle signing Chris Wood, leaving them without mm-hmm. like a goal threat for a while, yeah. hurts them. Um, another thing, they have a very, very, very small squad. So mm-hmm. people are playing out of position. Aaron Lennon is back in the... Pre- you know, yeah. stuff like that. When... Corny went for AFCON. They missed him bitterly. ETC Barnes has been injured a lot as well. So it's just a lot of stuff that seemed to be coming to roost at the wrong time for Burnley. They could still do it because, like I said, they have games in hand. Sure, at this point in time, you'd rather have points on the board. But if those points on the board are zeros as opposed to three points, then please give me the games in hand and let me go and fight for that. So Mm. I think... Two teams are definitely gone. What's for the Norwich in my mind? Those guys are gone. Completely gone. Mm. There's nothing they can do to save themselves. Um, Burnley have a glimmer of hope because they have two games in hand on the teams around them currently. Mm. But Burnley, Everton, Leeds, Brentford. If those teams are not careful. And to be honest, you could even go as high as Brighton, but I think Brighton will be fine. The the only thing I'm afraid for Brighton is they've lost four or five on the bounce right now. And losing can become a habit very quickly if they keep, you know, if they keep at it that way, they they, they might fall into it. So I I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've seen that Brighton are basically on holiday right now. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel as though a team like Newcastle can like, you know, fall into that kind of trap. Because let's not mistake, right. let's not get it wrong. This loss to Everton was a bad loss. Mm-hmm. Man down, you know, mm-hmm. for a long period. They still lost one nil. Mm-hmm. They are only a two points above Leeds, mm-hmm. although there's a game in hand. Do you feel as though Newcastle can become complacent? Or do you feel as though they'll actually get to that 40 point mark? No. Ordinarily, I would have said yes. I mm-hmm. there is a fear of them being complacent, but right now it's more like Newcastle just got taken over here in the summer. Mm-hmm. If they stay up, there's going to be mass mm-hmm. investment in the squad. So right now, the players in there are playing for their future. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you joke and see, Dembele will be in your position, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. someone who has won something, someone something, who has yeah. like who's clearly better than you will will be in mm-hmm. your position. Come. And you can see from the defense already, like yeah. everyone who has come in is starting. And mm-hmm. Gumares has started playing the midfield right now. We don't see John Joe Shelby. Okay, cool. Next season, if we're not careful, they go and decide, okay, we want our, we want Indombele, yeah. someone like that. Then all of a sudden, Willock is on the bench. So it's like, mm-hmm. sure, we are safe, but... How how much do you want to be a part of this? Part yeah. Of, yeah, and this is the yeah, time that, yeah. as a player, you have to show it because that's what revived companies' career. Yeah, you know? yeah, mm. yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do, but yeah, there are a lot of tantalizing matches. And you yeah, know, yeah. 
uh, some of us we've been playing NBC Sports Predictor, uh-huh. trying to guess, you know, because Charlie, the money no day, yeah, we for win some. So we are going to predict, you know, to to we are going to predict a few fixtures mm-hmm. so that I can put them in my team, and if I win, we'll split them. No problem. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's start with 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 Liverpool and Watford. Okay. Score scoreline prediction there. Um, three 0 Liverpool. Yeah, three 0 Um, honestly, with international break, Salah not going to World Cup. Yeah. Now, I'm just going a light two 0 mm. light two 0 You know, nothing, nothing major. Burnley versus Manchester City. This will be tight. I think City will nick it. One 0 City. Mm. Yeah, I think. I think. No, we'll for it. this one. I'm going to go one one. Mm. Burnley are going to score from some header earlier on, yeah, because the defenders are switched on because mm. they just come back. It's possible. And it's City possible. managed to get an equalizer, but yeah, I I think one one. I think what's what's the Premier League table like? I think yeah, I'm going to go on the women say Liverpool go top this weekend. Mm. It's possible. Very very possible. Yeah. Very very possible. Um, Chelsea Brentford. Chelsea. Yeah, you know one thing about Chelsea people don't talk about. They barely concede. Yeah. Barely. Our defense, our defense has improved this season. Yeah. Much better than the last season. That's true. Yeah, I'll go to now Chelsea as well. Lead Southampton. By the way, a few Southampton players went on international duty. Yeah. I see Leeds winning this only because Southampton are also on the beach. They don't have anything yeah, to fight for. Really. Um, I see Leeds winning this. Yeah, maybe Leeds. Mm-hmm. Southampton would probably score, so maybe Leeds two one. Two one. We start. Are Southampton still in the FA Cup? It's Chelsea. I feel like we're playing City. Chelsea, City, Liverpool. Liverpool. Is it Southampton? In, no, 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 you beat Borough. Yeah, we beat Borough. I guess Man City beat Southampton, so it's not Southampton. I was trying it, to figure out. Oh, it's City. Palace, it's Palace, okay. Palace, pa- oh yeah, Vieira, yeah. shout out Vieira. Um, okay, I mean, we haven't talked about these two teams today, but Manchester United and Leicester. It's an interesting one. Yeah, it's a tough one, it's a tough one, because... Leicester have some. Is Vardy fit now? No. That's it. That's what I was going to say. Like the international break would have definitely helped all of, well, not all the Leicester mm-hmm. players that needed time to get back. You know, because Fofana, Fofana yeah. is, is fit. Fofana is fit. Um, Harvey Barnes, I think he had a knock as well. Yeah. He should be back. James Madison had something as well. I yeah, think he he should, he, okay. he should be okay. Yeah, Tillemans. Yeah, full backs. Yeah. Back. Yep. So. It's interesting. It depends on the Man United that shows up because Man United have way more quality than Leicester. Yeah, definitely. Leicester aren't as good defensively this season. But you know what? Let, let's just dive in for a bit. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel as though United are going to react to you know exiting the Champions League? A lot of Man U fans I talk to tell me like, you know, he feels as though the players don't care. Do you feel as though it's going to be a point where, you know, they don't really care about, you know, that getting into the race. Right. You know, he's, he mentioned how he feels as though Cavani, Ronaldo will all check out. Do you, do you think Manchester United are going to suffer from that? And can we see the effects of that on Saturday? Maybe. I, mm. I well, I guess the way I'm going to answer this question is probably more on like a an overarching point of view. Mm. Um, it's like difficult for you to listen to someone you know is not going to be there permanently. Mm. And yeah. the whole Ralph Rannick interim, are they going to give him a job? Are they not going to give him... Like, the sooner they come out and definitively say, oh, he's... Oh, I guess they have said he's, he's, mm. he's the interim to the end of the season and after that he goes into mm-hmm. consultancy, whatever that looks like. But I think, and I'm not saying this like, oh, the players are not listening to him. I, mm-hmm. I believe they are. But just 
subconsciously, it's like, well, this guy's going to be gone at the end of the season anyway. Like, if I'm not playing, I don't need to train hard in training. Like, preseason will come mm-hmm. and again, a new crack at it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, there's that. There's also the people with, like, expiring contracts. Contracts, um, yeah. I know if you know this, but basically, the worst time to be a sports person is when your contract is about to expire because... Yeah, because you don't want to get... You don't want to get injured, yeah. And there's, like, like so many people who... They were almost like literally at the prime, and then they just get some mad injury, and all of a sudden they're in limbo yeah, between like, clubs. Yeah, and it's like, sad. It happens in almost every yeah. sport, you know. The Beckham after he got mm-hmm. injured, like right now his free agency is up in the yeah. air. You know, I, I I see that with a guy like Pogba, cause uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm thinking to myself like, okay, hey, World Cup year as well. World Cup, I'm trying to go to Madrid. Yeah. You know, these people don't like me. Mm-hmm. You know, for all we know, he's already signed the contract somewhere. Yeah, it's possible. It's very, very so, possible. So, I mean... I think that that will also come into play. Um, And it's not just Pogba. Pogba, Lingard, I think... Ronaldo. Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. So, there's a lot of players in that kind of position. And mm. unless the decision is, okay, we're not playing any of these players. But then those are also the very good players in the squad. Good so, players, it becomes, yeah. okay, do you play them, even though they're not 100%, but... Is mm. their 75 better than Ilange's 100 mm. or Fred's 100? Mm. Then you start weighing up all of those things. Um, yeah. I think that as my United players, they should still believe that, hey, we can win our last eight games, get 24 mm. points and make the Champions League. You know, mm. I think that should be their focus. That should mm. be what pushes them because right now they're not fighting for anything else. So, if one game a week they can't secure that, then I don't know what 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 is gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, it will be interesting to see the kind of spirit and fight in the United dressing room. Yep, but yep. you know, a match I'm very interested in: Spurs Newcastle. Mm. Why not can Newcastle take points off of Spurs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Newcastle are a very, very, very good team now. They press very well. Outside of, for me, like, the best pressing teams in the league, Liverpool City, depending on what kind of pressing mm. style you like. Um, shortly mm. after them, Southampton are also a really good pressing team. And now, like, Newcastle are also really high up there in terms mm. of how they deny you space. Now, the other mm. thing about Newcastle is that they can also do the opposite. They can do their sit on the edge of their box, low block. Yeah. Dan Brand will just be heading all the crosses away. Um, <laughs> the question is, what spares show, what sure, what version yeah. of spares shows up? Is it is it the version that is dropping points left, right, and center? Mm. Or the version that puts, like, you know, a decent run together? Yeah. The version that was unbeaten for, like, eight games sort of thing. Um, mm. I think it would be a tricky one it will be decided on like an odd goal. Yeah. And then because of that, I have more confidence in Kane and Son to take that one chance as opposed to Newcastle's mm. front line to take theirs. Yeah. But mm. Newcastle are a really good team now. And whoever plays them from now to the end of the season will find it very difficult to, to, yeah. to beat them. Yeah. So scoreline, what are you going for? One no yeah, space. one no space. One no space. Yeah. Okay. And... um. West Ham, Everton. Do you feel as though Lampard can get a point here? or Because I've realized something about West Ham. If they play in Europe during the week, yeah. you can get some points off of them. Mm-hmm. If they don't, it's a whole different team. So what do you think? I mean, you know, as things stand, let's say you are David Moyes. Mm-hmm. We are in, what, Europa League? Round of season quarter final. I mean, should we just mm-hmm. put our eggs in that basket and go for it? Because the top four is looking fine now. Yeah, but if if they get past Leon or is it Marseille? One Leon, mm-hmm. they they play Barca. I think Spurs can. I mean, sorry, I think West Ham can West beat Ham. Barca in in a one yeah, over two legs. Yeah. yeah, I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. It 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 won't be pretty, but it'd be one of those mm-hmm. like oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, centre back cannot handle Antonio and then he scores yeah, one or like you know, four now that something or yeah. I it's 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 possible, it's possible. Mm. But yeah, back to the game. Um everything 
the goals for Antonio have also dried up, which I think is a huge problem yeah. for how West Ham play. Play. Um, mm-hmm. He's still a nuisance. Like, he still gives defenders a lot of trouble, but he's just not... And they don't have, like, in basketball, they'll say a second scorer. Like, yeah. um, with Bowen getting hurt. Bowen was that guy, sorry. And Bowen is now injured. Mm. So, they, they are struggling in that department. Mm. But then, set pieces. They are really really good at set pieces and everything are just mm. bad at defending so yeah. i could see like west ham don't play anything spectacular and then they still win 2-0 because two corners one found zoomer's head the other found craig dawson's head and then yeah. they are 2-0 up so i think i'm going to say west ham 2-2-2-0 against everything and lastly crystal palace arsenal um but well, according to sources they they are saying Zaha and Ulisse ahead, but I think it's mind games. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they put together a very solid display versus Manchester City. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they always do that. Arsenal, they always you know, do that. from time to time, have a shaky def- uh, defense. The America coming out. Have a shaky defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, how do you, and it's, it's a Monday night fixture, you know. Yeah. How, how do you think this game will go? Honestly, I'm thinking back to the first game, um, the one at the Etihad where Palace should have won that game by like two or three. You mean at the Emirates? Sorry, at the, yeah, at the Emirates. Why did I say yeah, Etihad? They, yeah, should have. they should have won that game and then Lacazette with the last, the last, last minute, minute equalizer. Minute. Um, mm. I don't think that's the kind of game we'll see because Arsenal have mm. definitely grown since then. And I think that game was a huge step in, in the mm. development of, of the squad, the team, you know, boosting mm. morale, all of that. It will be a tough day for Palace, I believe. Um, because I guess historically you say, oh, Palace don't have many players going for international break. But this time around, you know, they do. Gray yeah. got called Gallagher, up. Gallagher. Gray. Yeah, Zaha um, is going. Yeah, what's it? Mitchell. Mitch, yeah. So then yeah. all of a sudden, they are also losing guys. Jordan, are you? And then yeah, their guys have to come back and recuperate. And, and I guess for them, it will be like the first time they've gone, or maybe not away, because they go under 21s and stuff. But like the first time they've gone, you know, mm. big boys and travel, yeah. do all the huge <laughs> international stuff. So yeah. I still think Arsenal have the upper hand because one, they are fighting for something. Palace are safe unless they really want to climb up the table. And Vieira needs to do his own yeah. team a solid. <laughs> The only other thing that I'll say is, at this point in time, yeah, if you are a Palace player, you are playing for a starting put spot yeah. in that semi-final. Like, it's like, yeah. not even, I think, if you're a Palace player, mm-hmm. I think you're fighting for a spot next season. Because okay, yeah, there's that I don't know if you've realized, like, Eze doesn't really play. Yeah, yeah. Edouard doesn't really play. Yeah. You know, like, I think one thing that's helped Vieira is that, like, I think now people know that their positions are under threat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, he's... And so, it, look, Palace are a team that are very interesting to me. I wish they had wealthy owners because I feel as though, you know, they have the right coach in terms of, like, where he wants to push them right. to. So, yeah, it will be interesting. But in terms of the match, whew, um, like I said, it's, it's going to be a tough fixture. No, yeah. It's, it's really going to be hard. I, I don't think... It's one where there'll be a lot of goals. I'm just hoping that, like, if we get chances, we take them. Mm. Because I think our next three fixtures are must-win games, mm-hmm. all of them, before that dreaded week versus Chelsea and United. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see we'll see what happens. But, yeah, hopefully, you know, it's good to have the Premier League back. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Honestly, Fantastic. like, you know, I was getting tired of watching all these NBA yeah, games. Yeah, no, no, no. I can't believe I watched two Formula One races before the next Premier League game. I'm like, look, they need to do something about this. Is it just me, or I feel like as though like over the years the international breaks have increased? No, they have. They have the Nations League, all of those league and everything. Like they have, they have. They weren't this many, but anyway, yeah. Um, don't even don't forget, guys. Tomorrow's. I mean, by the time you hear this, the World Cup draw will probably be out. Hopefully, Ghana, we get a, a fantastic group. I'm cool, Chop. It's the weekend again. The Premier League is back. Yeah. Pray for your teams. Mm. Hope they do well. There's, there's a, 
what I like is that, you know, in past seasons, by this time, Man City have already run yeah. away the league and stuff. The relegation battle, we know. So it's, look, I said it. We are in the Barclays Premier League. Yeah. Enjoy every moment of it. And, you know, don't forget to tweet at us, interact with us, you know. Anybody out there who knows how to get, find a PlayStation 5, please contact me because I'm getting tired of, like, no, yeah. all these bots. But, um, yeah, thank you for listening. It's been checking for interact with us, you know. And Frankie De Jong, me, I've, look, I've told you, you see me in your DMs every day. You are the missing piece. If you hear this, if anybody listening knows him, tell him that I said we are waiting for him. Franchise corners too. You. Yeah, <laughs> come and finish the project. Anyway, thank you guys for listening.